0: thank you for tuning in to the Unjigged podcast if you enjoy listening please consider subscribing and giving us a rating on your podcast service of choice also don't forget to like and tag us on instagram at unjigged_media. underscore media thank you to everybody for listening and now on with the show you're listening to Unjigged, a bartender podcast where we interview highly successful bartenders about their careers lives and the passion of bartending Our guest this week is Ronaporn Kaniichapon, owner of the Backstage Cocktail Bar in Bangkok and winner of both Bacardi Legacy 2019 and the Thailand division of Diageo World Class. So sit back and enjoy our chat with
1: Ronaporn. Hi, hello, swadhi My name is Ronaporn Kaniichapon, aka someone called me like Star. I'm from Bangkok, Thailand. I'm the co-owner and bartender at uh, Backstage Cocktail Bar find a locker room and find a photo booth. Um, currently, the global winner of Bakadi Legacy 2019.
0: Awesome. Thank you very much for your time. Cool. Let's go straight into it. Uh, you have a quite interesting background. So mm-hmm. t- tell us, what did you study?
1: Um, actually, I studied in what is called fine art. Uh, I graduated from fine art. My major is uh, acting and directing. So before that, I, I was in the entertainment industry. Used to work as a actor, TV host, model, singer, kind of that. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Fabulous. And how was your acting career? Did, did you enjoy it?
1: I enjoyed it very much. It's kind of like the things that I really like. But I don't know. It's 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 not easy. I mean, like, Maybe when you heard like some about like many story of the superstar, they went to casting maybe a thousand times and like they got a chance, uh, after that. I, I did, I did kind of this, like starting from advertising, like, like TV ad- commercials, like since then, when I was like 14. Yeah. Do, do kind of a lot, like try to make some money during, during study, uh huh. Mm-hmm. And also like enjoy with that.
0: And uh, is it a difficult word to get into, like advertising, generally speaking? First of all, you need to be um, pretty, which you are, so that helps. <laughs>
1: it helps if you're um, good looking. I think it's it's about like the trend and the taste. Like me, I was born during the trend of like more Western trend. Like when I when I was teenage, like the trend of like people like half but like Western Thai. Uh, European Thai, American Thai, it's more, like, kind of very popular. And then when I start to, a bit late, teenager, like, like trend of, like, Chinese look, it came, like, Asian look, it came. Okay. So, um, oh, also, it depends on, like, um, they have a lot of chains, but also they have a lot of options. Mm. You need, you might need, like, connection, you need to know someone, too.
0: And uh, so, you did some advertising. What, what else did you do when it comes to acting, performing?
1: I did advertising. I, I used to starring in the movie, uh, TV soap, TV series. Uh, I used to be a singer. Uh, and then like after done with, uh, I have like one album. It's, like kind of like, boy band things.
0: Really? So is it on yeah, Spotify? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we listen to it?
1: It's on that time. Spotify still don't have. Man, it's... I think it it still can find you too, ah okay,
0: cool, and what's the name of the band?
1: It's called three plus one
0: three plus one cool i'm I'm definitely making a note of that, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you did quite quite a lot in uh, entertaining
1: uh-huh
0: is it something that you still do acting oh uh, the-
1: i still do if if someone hired me like um I still did, like, some, like, kind of guest starring in, in some TV series and also, like, movie. Uh, it It's also, I would say, like, it's a kind of, like, good money, easy to do it once you've got a chance. But, okay, it's a different life from, like, working as a bartender.
0: Talking about that, so it seems to me that you started acting, everything seemed like it was going great. What is it that made you go a- and start bartending?
1: Well, if, like I said, like sometimes when, when you do acting, it's about like connection and it's about the thing. It's like not, not only yourself can do this. Mm-hmm. Like if you would like to starring in like one movie, it's about like uh, it's about like you need. you need to go to the casting first, casting must like you and then like go to director, director, like have to choose you and then like the, the producer and kind of that. Um in here they have a lot of agency and the, I'm, I'm a free freelance guy, so sometimes like even like some companies some movie company they have their own modeling things, so they always use people in their their own like
0: ecosystem yeah
1: yeah, uh-huh, and when you get older and older, they always have be have like new wave new guys coming, yeah, so I think like it's not kinda like I was a super superstar that People, everyone, when I walk on the street and people know me, someone can recognize me, but, yeah, it's not last long. Mm-hmm.
0: Great. So what was your first uh, contact with the world of bartending and why did you choose bars?
1: Um, it's because, like, uh, when I was young, I was teenage, when I legal age to drinking, <laughs> I have to say <laughs> like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, um, on that time... Thai people, we, we like to drink scotch. Uh, we order scotch by the bottles so and we come like four people. we sharing the bottle together. We order mixers like water or soda or coke, drinking it together. And then that's like, um, I'm not a fan of that, the taste of scotch much on that time. Um, and then someone recommended me about like, hey, like you should try cocktail. And all the time, cocktail is very, very sweet and sour. Imagine like the time that we have like Tequila Sunrise, uh, um, Singapore Sling Cosmopolitan, something like that, Long Island Ice Tea, Mojito. Um, yeah, but in here, the way that we made it, people think like try to make like cocktail is less alcohol, but more flavor, more sweet, more sour. Um, for me, all that time, it's delicious. It's good. Like you're doing something sweet, like, like fruity, sweet, sour. Uh huh. And then, like I'm kind of like start to be curious. What is that cocktail? What's they put inside? So I started asking bartender like, "What is this? Is that? What is it, the blue things? What is the green things? What is the red thing?" Uh huh. And um, then I got a chance to open the club with my friends. Uh, they have the bar inside, so it's kind of like my playground to experiment something to to do. Um, my first cocktail that I made, and I like sharing give it for my friends. It's like vodka with pineapple juice, um passion fruit syrup, the local one, lime and red bull. Kind of that. It's like something easy, sweet and sour. And then the chance come again because I like all the time I'm kinda of like celebrity one. So like I went to the event a lot. Uh and and they start to have like cocktail catering in the event. So every time I went there I always like Stick with at the bar and asking like, oh, what is this? What is like? Why you do this? Why they have that? Oh, rosemary. We don't have like, we don't use rosemary in in like cocktail before. I never seen something like that. It's kind of like very amazed me. Uh And then I got a chance that my friends who used to work in in that company, he started to do his own company. So he he invited me to join the company. Uh, then I, I start to be like, um, kind of wanna be bartender work for the event. Like celebrity bartender things, uh, work in the event, like shaking, talk to the guests, because like mostly like all the guests who came to the event is like familiar face. So when they see, they saw me behind the bar, they always like, uh, came to the bars and asking for the drink. What is this? Is that? So it's kind of like fun time. And then one in 2011, when world class uh, started with the program in Thailand, uh, I got a chance. My So my company, we run the event, run the operation. So I got a chance to be MC for the event. So every time when I saw the competition and also when they have like kind of master class or seminar, I always join. And every time I saw that bartender, they do the things from the challenge, I always like, try to remember, try to learn from them. So on that time I, I start to to learn and, and try to remember what they do, what is a good thing, what is like what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Uh, like when they're serving, when they present the cocktail to the judge, um I always like observe like how do they serving, how the judge comment to them. It's kinda of like learn this thing. So since like 2011 to, till 2013, I did the MC for the event. But when I, in the 2013, every time I did have a ch- challenge, I always think, like, okay, if I, I got this challenge, what am I gonna do? Like, what should I do? What I, what I'm not gonna do with this? Uh, yeah. So in 2014, I decided to join. competition so this time i cannot be like mc anymore so i joined the competition i still remember like first time like my hand is shaking when i pour the drinks in the chicken yeah and then luckily that um so i i won to the final round in like southeast asian final round in in singapore and when i went to singapore it's kind of like very very like my mind is blowing because that is the real Proper cocktail bar that I seen for the first time. Uh, normally in Thailand we serve like let's say like thirty meals for standard poor in Singapore. They serve forty five meal, and you can taste the spirits like cocktail is more proper. This is like the bar that like this is real proper cocktail bar that is like I haven't seen it before. Like we have some in Thailand, but it still be like bar and restaurant. So that is kind like like I'm I'm very very exciting. And also, like I'm, I'm luckily to be like a win on on that that uh competition. So I represent Thailand in 2014, uh, in world class went to UK, and that year uh I I end up with the 11th ranking. So it's kind of like very very big step for 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 Thailand. Uh, I got a chance to travel around after that, like going around to like be judged uh for other countries in Asia uh, in twenty nineteen. Uh also like it's made me like start to have passion about traveling too. I start to like collect the money, save the money for traveling by myself. Uh and then twenty sixteen I joined world class again. Uh but this time I didn't I didn't get into like final list. So it's kind of good for me because it Teach me something. Like, when you thought that people thinking like you are, like, when you think like, ah, oh, you are the winners and you join again, you will be win again. But it's not, it's not since things that as you think, it's kind of like reduce my ego. But during that time, it's kind of like not easy time because, you know, like when you, you used to be like celebrity or working in the industry and you won the competitions, people like kind of not, believe that you are you are real mm-hmm.
0: uh-huh.
1: but well I, I i i i don't know how to like give the excuse or try to do things just like do what i like do what i believe mm-hmm. then 2016 i i didn't i didn't win so i back i try to like learn more study more like focus more also like on that time i just opened backstage uh then 2017, I joined World Class again, and this time I won. So then I went to Mexico City. And then after that, uh, they're not allowed. So for that program, they're not allowed people to join Global Final two times, more than two times. Okay. So yeah, so I, I cannot join World Class anymore. So I think like, okay, what should I do? What should I do? Which one? So thinking about like, but what another biggest competition in bartender world is like Bacardi Legacy. So i I thinking, like, okay, let's do Bakadi Legacy. So I start to, like, do some, a bit research about, like, okay, what is Bakadi Legacy? Uh, because, like, mostly, I, I, I grew up with with a with, uh, world-class program. So this is, like, new one. So I start to learn about it. Okay, what should I do? What is the rules? What is the challenge? What uh, they re- require? So it's it's kind of, like, good experience. Uh, it. It teached me a lot to, to to learn about like this competition. And yeah, in twenty nineteen I went to uh Amsterdam and luckily enough to get the trophy. Yeah, that's my kinda like my story. Mm-hmm. That's
0: fantastic. So I think we, we got a little bit ahead of ourselves. There's quite a lot to unpack from what you said. So a thing that I mm-hmm. find very interesting is the fact that despite the fact that you had the an acting background, you were still nervous on stage for your first cocktail competition. So your hands were still shaking despite the fact that you were an actor. (laughs) Yeah. So it's interesting to see that uh, you were not a big traveler before you started doing cocktail competitions and uh, the cocktail competitions themselves started to propel you and to get you to travel more. How important Mm -hmm. is it for you to travel and see other bars
1: um, I think it's about like you, so let's say like, okay, before that, I didn't travel much, uh, from living standard, standard living costs in, in Thailand, traveling is kind of like a big costing for, for Thai people. So, um, on that time, like I said, I'm more like freelance, so I don't have much, uh, income Like, some months, I used to, like, when I was an actor, like, some months, I didn't have, like, any income. Some months, I have, like, maybe only 4,000 baht. That is around, like, 100 pounds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some months, I can make a lot of money, but even you say a lot, but still still not much compared to to when you go abroad. So, I, I try to save money as more as I can, try to spend less, as less as I can, um, but when I traveling, like I said, when I went to Singapore for the first time and see all the bar things, I'm like, oh wow, that is that is really cool. And and I'm I think I'm quite lucky to went to Singapore at the first time for the first country because uh Singapore bartender community is really really strong strong. Cocktail community is really strong, right? I I'm really impressed when you go to one bar and then like when you go to another bar they try to like contact con- contact to another bar and like oh this this group going to go there like please take care of them and like it's it's amazing it's really amazing and and also like it's open your mind about everything culture flavors uh, ingredients um uh, many many ways uh, to 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 do in the hospitality so it's uh, so every year that's why every year after like won the competition uh, let's say after world class in, in UK I did travel by myself do solo traveling back again to Scotland and and like drop by in many cities in, in, in UK uh maybe like one night in one city and they like try to do like bar hopping as small as I can open all my flavor you know what the one one thing is for me is very embarrassed. Um, during join uh, world class on two thousand fourteen, I'm very bad with kind of the straightforward cocktails like like old fashioned martini, martin uh negroni, something like that. I'm I'm very bad with it because I don't drink like I drink cocktail because I I prefer like something like sweet, sour, fruity, easy drinking. Mm-hmm. So after that. When I travel around UK, it's thing is, cocktail for me over there is very expensive.
0: So yeah, it I is. need to
1: save more <laughs> Yeah, I, I need to save more money to do like more bar hopping. Maybe I I drop by at one bar and drink one glass. So if I drink something easy drink, fruity, it might make me more kind of finish it really early. Too too fast. So I try to start to order a uh, kind of strong drink. Okay. And then after that after that trip, I came back, I found out, ah, now I can drink like Manhattan Negroni already.
0: That's so cool.
1: Yeah, palette, my palette has changed.
0: <laughs> but I guess one of the reasons why this is the case is because you've got completely different climate in 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 Thailand than the UK. So uh, I mean drinking old fashions in, in in Thailand I think is something that's a bit of a challenge, is it? Because it's quite it's quite hot. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's it also like, like you grow up with kind of hot weather, you must prefer like something easy drink. But well, like people should know about like how to make proper old-fashioned or like martini, right? Mm. I'm, I'm very bad with that uh, because I don't drink. But after that, I, I start to learn back to the classic things I like try to learn more and it's, it's helped me. And yeah, also my palate is like open to drinking something strong. So even now, um, when some people ask me like okay what is your favorite cocktails like what you can drink what you prefer i said like actually i can drink anything really it's it's i'm I'm open to anything yeah so i know like bartenders really hate this (laughs) (laughs) that's true right
0: (laughs) Yeah. how was your experience in the uk this was the first time you traveled to europe i'm assuming with 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 bartending Uh
1: um. Actually, I got a chance before. Um. I remember when I went to UK is around. Um. I think August or on, uh, July August something like that. But um, during April, I got a chance to went to Euro for the first time with uh also like ERGO team with uh, Keto One vodka. So uh, went. We went to this really in Skidam. uh, that's, well, that's what's my first time in Europe. Um, so they have like maybe five day trip. So I asked 10 and stay by myself. I went to, I remember I take a train to Brussels and then like spend a, a little bit time and then fly to Berlin and then flying back to Amsterdam. Like, um, like around like 10 ish day for traveling. Um, it's really cool. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm, um it's my first time to being into Europe, so like wow, this is like amazing for me really really great experience so when I went to u k um i I start to know more like what should i do okay if i uh if I travel by myself at least I should have like my own pepper and salt in my bag to cook in a hotel
0: so you could save money
1: yeah 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 mm mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's even in u k like i I save some money. It's like just only like eat fried, fried chicken. Like, I remember like fried chicken, maybe like two and a half pounds and save money to, to, for drinking cocktails at the bar. <laughs>
0: That's fantastic. That's a great diet. Fried chicken and cocktails. Uh-huh. I mean, what else can you ask for, right? You mentioned the uh, backstage earlier mm-hmm. on. So would you like to talk to us about what's the idea of backstage and how did you guys go about opening it?
1: Okay, um, so backstage, it, uh, it starts from like five of us, uh, we knew each other from, from world class. Some is like brand ambassador. Some used to work for like other spirits company. Some used, uh, some is a bartender. So we, we are, we are friends and, uh, we, we travel together before sometimes. And then when we found out, found this place, the space, uh, it's in the hotel. Very, very small, just only like 24 seat, And i kind of like very love with, with the space. Uh, so we agreed together to, okay, let's do the bars. Because on that time, they don't have much like proper cocktail bar in, 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 in Bangkok. Uh, uh, so finally, we opened the bars in, I remember it's like April Fool's days. Yeah, it's the first day that we opened it officially in 2016. Uh-huh.
0: So everybody, everybody thought it was a joke.
1: No, 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 no. It's like <laughs> they, they, they knew. It's like, uh, but you know, like on that time, we still remember, like when when we do start to to be like soft opening since uh March, we still remember the day that we can sell only like one glass of the cocktail. Uh huh. Yeah, it's four years ago. Like even Basin is like coming up, but it's not same like right now. Um yeah and and I, I have a lot of dream. I have a dream that I would like to to open my own bar like cocktail bar because on that time, I always hang out with with uh, a lot of friends. Uh, I have a friends, but mostly of them, like I said, they drink whiskey. they drink bottles. So when you when you have passion with cocktails, you don't have anyone to talk with. So when they, let's say like when they make drinks for them and they're like, ah, it's like kind of like very pretty, like too sweet for me, like too sour for me. So then they're not are into like cocktail much. Even uh-huh. now they are not into my cocktail much. <laughs> but well like when you have friends who, who have the same passion, it's kind of fun to to do it together. And yeah, we open like now it's like four and a half year. Uh, luckily also that we we are thankful for all the supporting in the industry. Um, we are we we, we are in the uh, Asia Fifty base uh since like two thousand seventeen to thousand twenty, four years. Yeah, thank you for everyone for for supporting of this. Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, so backstage is a fabulous bar. It's quite small, uh, quite intimate. Uh, what is the concept behind the cocktails there? What are you guys trying to achieve? Okay.
1: Yeah. Um. If you guys, I like, got a chance to Google it, uh, just like Google backstage Cocktail Bar Bangkok, and you will see the interior design. It's look like a dressing room. Uh, at the shelf we have the mirror with a lot of light bulb. Like like when you went into dressing room, uh, and and the actor and actress need that mirror to do like makeup. So uh, the concept of the bar is we said um, we thinking like when you going outside. When you, when you do your own things, when you have your daily life, when you go to work, it's like kind of like the, the actor and actress is on the stage. It's your duty. But once the show is finished, you came to backstage. That is your safe place, your comfort safe, your comfort zone. So I would like, we would like people when they come to the bar, that's, that's their own safe place, their own comfortable zone to be relaxed, to be chill, to be whatever they want. Uh huh. About the cocktails, like, we got inspiration from the movie. So, uh, we, we, we pick the, the, the movie that we like and we try to, uh, present it into the drinks. Like, um, let's say, like, we have one, I try to see, okay, we have one cocktail, it's called Poison Me, that's it from Sherlock Holmes. Like, we pick any elements, like, maybe it's about atmosphere, maybe it's about the, character maybe it's about the, the 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 picture that you see in the movie so um we have the one cocktails called poison me that is from the movie Sherlock Holmes so in Sherlock Holmes people are thinking about like Sherlock Holmes and Dr Watson but we think about like the villain guys in over uh, in the movie is called uh, Lord Blackwood so he's he's kind of like the guys who try to pretend like a magician Try to, try to, uh, yeah, try to mock up people. It's like, uh, yeah, he got the magic and control the people, control the people, control the police, control everything to, to be like the own the city. So, um, finally, at the end, they found out, like, um, when he, when he died and he's like just broke out the coffin, uh, when doctors say that he died, he used kind of like, um, something, some portion that make, he feels like just look like a dead people uh, and then like feel like numb, something like that. So we think that like, okay, in the movie they said like they use some kind of pollen from the flower in Southeast Asia. So we used finally we found that uh, Sichuan pepper. Mm-hmm. If you used to try that is if you like kind of numb on your tongue when you eat like Chinese hot pot or that thing. So we used Sichuan pepper. Also, he uh we use some elements from the movie like the coffin they already broke crop coffin and they put it together with honey. So we put honey in that. We get some smoke uh from tea. Uh as like UK got a lot of tea, like a, the tea culture is over there? Uh some smoke because the story is happened in the industrial era. Uh and use the scotch whiskey of course because it, it's like it's the things that happen in 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 u k yeah, kind of that, so it's it's like um it's like penicillin twist, uh-huh with spice. uh-huh, and then we serve with with uh butterfly pea ice that it shaped with the skull, so it's uh-huh. looks like a portion a poison portion to serve you, or another drink that is called royale with cheese That is from movie Pop Fiction. they have the scene that two guys. What is his name um I need to search what like they they argument they argue together with with like what what is what do you call like cheeseburger in that and they said like raw yeah with cheese so we 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 made the drinks that we put cheeseburger in that we we fat washed cheddar cheese with brandy and we make like mustard seed and i p a they said that they said, yeah, you have to eat cheeseburger with. IPA, so we use mustard seed and IPA to be like kind of syrup. It's kind of like sarsaparac, uh, twist something like that, That's and we so serve cool. it with all ol- burnt olive and sherry tomato. So when you eat it, it's like oh, I got cheeseburger. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> uh, obviously, mm-hmm.
0: like uh, Bangkok now is a very as a very vibrant bar community. Uh, there are more cocktail bars. More cocktail bars are opening. But when you guys mm-hmm. opened backstage, you were like sort of like the first, one of the first cocktail bars in there, right?
1: Oh, they have they have the, the other cocktail bar that opened before. Uh, like actually, the 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 first proper cocktail bar in in Bangkok or in Thailand, I can I can give credit to the bar named Hide and Seek. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh, And then, like, there, then, like, Whisper is coming. Uh, Rabbit Hole is open, like, quite similar time with, with us. Some also open, but, like, um, yeah, it depends on, like, some bars still survive, some bars, like, come and go on. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, speaking of that, because, obviously, since uh, these bars you mentioned and yourselves, of course, were the first bars to enter the scene and, and produce... The cocktails you talked about, how difficult was it to get people to come to your bars, like to get consumers in?
1: Well, it's um, it's not easy on that time. Like I said, it's like um, they have many fact that in each culture, like in here, uh, cocktail it's kind of like very very new. It's like I think cocktail scene it's coming to Bangkok maybe only ten years, start to like. Grow up for 10 years. Uh, but we, we, we grow up slowly, a bit slowly. First of all, from our living cost. So let's say, like, when you have, uh, when you go to the bar, to club with friends, maybe four people, you pay around, um, 2000 baht. 2000 baht is around like 40 pounds, I think. No, it's like 50, 50 to 60 pounds for four person to get in the club and sharing the the, the bottles together mm-hmm. but when you go to the bar maybe one drink is around like 10 pounds mm-hmm. so it's considering like more expensive mm-hmm. for people but uh and and yes yeah, it's, it's it's not easy not many people can afford it uh but it's it's slowly slowly that we we try to educate people like it's not about drinking and make you drunk uh it's about like you enjoy with with the flavor in here uh the cocktail culture I for me I think when you go to drink cocktail it's a like special occasion like you celebrate for something when you uh, or even you happy or sad but I think uh, let's say like in western in UK in in us people drinking is like kind of like behavior is in already in the culture you finish work you go to like get some talk or like some chit chat with your friends your colleagues at the bar while you're drinking so that's it's already in in the culture so um yeah we we need we need more time we also like need a bit time like to grow up uh and also the in here because the Government and we talk about religion. I sometimes people think like drinking alcohol is kind of like prohibit and and it's not it's not a good things. So uh, the government they're not they're not support in mm. into like drink industry beverage industry much. Yeah.
0: So, but despite that, you guys are doing reasonably well because you've opened more than one place. Am I right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a chance like to to open another place. Luckily that. Uh, find a photo booth and find the locker room. Um, it's the project that start with uh, Colin Shear from Nutmeg and Cloth. Mm-hmm. So he he decide to he would like he came to Bangkok many times and he he, he would like to have bar in Bangkok. He, he loves Kinda
0: Bangkok, like, does it? He? he talks about yeah, it quite Bangkok hard. is like
1: his yes, like another another of his home. So. Um, as we are also like friends so we decide to like oh let's like do something together so he invite he asked uh Wenosang from Bahai 5 he asked Nick Wu from uh Taipei bar Mood. uh he he asked us like yeah let's do something together mm-hmm. and that's it start with the first project uh find the locker room mm-hmm. and speak easy theme ba yeah
0: how did it? How's the bar? T- tell us for people who's never been there. What was the idea when you guys opened it, and and how does it look? How does it feel?
1: Oh, that's it's like kind of like fun and and st- struggle story. Um, uh, we opened at first. I remember in July. I think it's like two thousand seventeen. So they have the like, space in one like kind of uh mall that surrounded by restaurants. So we think like what should we do in that and like you know speak easy style is a kind of very popular is a trend of the bar on that time. So we think okay, finally we found out let's do something like this. We make the entrance look like the locker room of the staff at Chinese restaurant. Okay. Staff locker room over there, and then like people not gonna realize that's it, the entrance, and we cover all like it's no other entrance. So like. We still remember a lot of people like walk around and they cannot find the entrance and they leave. <laughs> like oh shit. That's it that is like not not a good idea on But but it's fun, it's fun. So uh yeah we opened that and it started to be like kinda like good gimmick that people like to come. Uh like try to find uh, entrance way to get in. I know that uh, I know that a lot of many many cities they have like kinda of like speak easy theme in that uh in that country, like famous bar with speak easy theme. So like we, we also like uh doing good with, with kind of this. Um and then after six months the things happen, landlords like just sold his land to the property company, so we need to move out. And like oh that's it that's it shit.
0: Yeah it is, right? Eh?
1: yeah so like it's 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 the things that teach us is a lesson that okay next time if you do something like you have to maybe more careful about like contract and things and then so we we use like three months to move to find and move to the new location Mm -hmm. so uh we found the location we moved there and then on the next year, we we found another another space. It used to be like kind of like empty space on the second floor on another bar, uh, in another area. So we we because I find a locker room is very strong, uh, gimmick, and theme that we did. So we tried. We we decide to expand another another place, and we call it Find a Photo Booth. Yes, of course. Like you need to find the photo booth to get in. That's the entrance. Uh, and photo booth is it's the bar that located in the spot bar, uh huh, over another bar. So when someone told me like, okay, where is the photo booth? When someone asked me, I said, oh, it's a bar in the bar over the bar. So, <laughs> so like, it's like kind of like Russian detection.
0: doll of bars. <laughs> That's such a cool idea. Um, Mm -hmm. so the bars are going well and and I think uh, Bangkok is is becoming such a vibrant bar community it's just becoming fantastic to go there and bar hop Uh, talking about uh, your uh, Bacardi Legacy efforts I think it's such a milestone of your career would you like to talk to us about uh, this final Bacardi Legacy stint? how did you go about creating your concept and how did you go about promoting it
1: Okay, sure um. Uh. My cocktail is for for everyone who listening. So, um. My cocktail is called Ping Me Up. Uh, it's half Bacardi Catablanca, Blanca, uh, fresh tomato, fresh basil, uh, orange syrup, lemon, and olive rye. So it sounds like something like very Italian Caprese, something like this. Right? Like,
0: <laughs> um, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I, I was like a lot, a lot of Italian love my drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um actually um they have a lot of inspiration behind this drink. Um in two thousand seventeen, eighteen I was thinking like about Bacardi legacy before. Like okay, if I would like to join, what what drink? Which drink that I'm gonna make? What kind of drink? And um so um back to back to like the, uh, the old time when I got a chance to went to Japan uh, also like when I was in start to work with Wenosang san in locker room uh, I got a chance to try his Bloody Mary so um, his Bloody Mary is kind of a bit different uh, if, if you guys got a chance to went to Japan uh, they have one type of cocktail that people bartender over there like to make it's like fresh fruit cocktail so they have like big basket of fresh fruit, and they tell you, okay, and like uh, like this season we have strawberry, we have uh, camquad, we have uh, pineapple, we have watermelon, we have this, that, those, and they they use it fresh. So Bloody Mary that we know Sang made he used fresh tomato, and you know like one uh, like, I think like tomato in Japan is really really nice, good, very good taste, Italian also. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah so I got a chance to try his Bloody Mary and I found out like okay this is I never I never enjoyed Bloody Mary before I think because I don't like canned tomato uh-huh. or like tomato from, from box that is not mm, not the flavor that I enjoy much but fresh tomato I can eat and then like once it go into like it go into like tomato juice when he use it it's also very nice for me. Uh, so I think like, okay, that's a kind of like really, really nice flavors, And you have like umami flavor in that. So imagine like you made sour drink with tomato. So you have sweet, you have sour, and you have umami. Like a bit like salty in that. That's mm-hmm. the kind of like the combination of the flavor that I really enjoy. Um, I like I like the 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 complexity drinks that when you drink it and you have like, you can taste this like layer of taste like this 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 coming together. Mm-hmm. So I think like okay, what am I gonna do with tomato? And then I try to find like okay, what is the good combination of that? Okay, tomato maybe like oh Thai basil. Let's try it. Okay, well tomato and basil is going together. Uh, make something like easy drink like Daiquiri style, but with tomato. Uh, try to experiment a bit. Uh, at first it would come with like, like, tomato Daiquiri with with Tabasco. Uh-huh. Actually, it's not Tabasco. It's like it's like sriracha sauce. Uh-huh. Actually, sriracha is came from Thailand. The original uh-huh. sriracha. Uh huh. And then it's I found out like it, it's it's a, a lot of like too much garlic flavour in that. Like you can drink it but you're not gonna enjoy it much. Like you're not, not gonna order like second drinks, even myself. Uh-huh. And then, then um yeah I I got a lot of like some recommendation that like this and that. So finally it end up with the combination that you see. Like uh the sweetness from OJ syrup that's going well with, with the tomato and basil and the olive bride ke- uh, came to round up all the flavor mm-hmm. together. So that's it. Uh, the story behind of the cocktail, the flavor of the cocktail, uh, the inspiration from that is like I said. When I try, when I try, uh, we you know some Bloody Mary. I I really enjoy that, and I would like to make something with tomato and also. Uh, like I told you, because I, I grew up, uh, with Thai food, I'm Thai. Um, Thai food has a layer of flavor, have the combination that it's like going with like sweet, sour, uh, savory, kind of that. So I, I try to mix kind of this flavor. Like when you order one dish, let's say like maybe Pad Thai, you get like sweet, you get sour, you get savory in that. That's it's, like the things that, that I grew up with. So I try to add all the flavor. Together in in the glass, so finally it became uh pick me up and and yes it's it's um another reason that I tell in in my speech in the competition is uh it can be like brunch cocktail, brunch time pick me up cocktail. But when you see like all the the famous one like all the series of Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Red Snapper, or even Espresso Martini, Coffee River Number Two, that is no rum in that. Mm
0: -hmm. yeah that's great and uh, tell us uh, how did you go about promoting it because promotion is such a big part of Bacardi Legacy right
1: yeah it's um, yeah luckily that also I got a lot of supporting from the friends like um, it's kind of like my benefit that I knew a lot of people so so they're helping me to promoting my cocktail to list in the menu serving in the bar uh, making drinks allow me to do like Pop up over there. Um, it's it's not easy much. Like, when you see some people, you heard about, like, oh, this cocktail can sell during promotion, like maybe uh, 2,000, 3,000 glasses. And I'm like, shit, my bar is like on only 20 seat, 24 seat. How can I, like, sell like that? <laughs> Even in Bangkok, it's like cocktail culture is like very new. So I try to think something different. Like, some people said, okay, I do, like, maybe uh, 10 pop up to do shift, uh, like, to promote my cocktail. So, well, I don't have much budget. Uh, budget also, like, company gives the budget depends on the market. So, like, in, uh-huh. in here, it's, like, cannot compare with in U.S. or in, in, in U.K. So, like, what should I do? Okay, maybe I do road trip." Road, road show for for cocktails. So one night, like I do two nights. One night I do pop up five bars, and another night I do pop up like six bars.
0: Wow, that's such an effort. Yeah.
1: So I just like went to contact them earlier, like ask them like, okay, I would like to do like kind of this, uh, one hour per per bar. So I I did the I I start with like six six p.m. go there. Making drinks. So maybe like around like 45 minutes. I, they help, they're helping me like prepare the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I went there, I made the drinks and then jump into the motorbike, go to another bar, do another 45 minutes. Sometimes it's a bit late or delayed and then like jump into motorbike and go to another bar. Like wow. do like this. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, it. Yes.
0: So it was a lot of hard work.
1: Kind of like I think like if you do something the same, like try to do something similar like other people it's not it's not outstanding, mm-hmm. but if you try to make something different it's it's gonna be cool like all people can recognize and remember like everyone do everyone like many people they do uh like try to do social media account. For their drinks. Let's say like the drink name ABC. You will see like ABC page on Facebook. Or ABC page on Instagram. Um, I didn't do that. Because I. Uh, I got. I, t- I took my advantage. That I have a lot of followers in my Instagram. I just do only hashtag That make people see it. and uh, So I do like drink. ping me up. For my hashtag. And for the social media accounts. Everyone do Facebook. Everyone do Instagram. So I do Tinder.
0: You did a Tinder account for your drink.
1: Yes, give me a <laughs> Tinder account.
0: No way. How did that go? Did you pick someone up when you win your cocktail?
1: No, no, no. I just like said, I met around like almost a thousand people. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> during the whole the whole campaign. But I just like put in the profile like, oh, this is uh my drinks that I joined the competition. I gave them the recipe. And I tell them, like, okay, if you would like to try, don't want to make it, just come to the bar and order it.
0: That's such a genius idea. Well done. Very, very <laughs> well done.
1: Yeah, because, like, oh, I said, like, because, like, thinking about this, uh, um, now's the day, like, when you do, like, page, account, Instagram, all things, they limit the visibility that you see. Mm-hmm. That, uh, if you don't do, like, boosting your posts, or, or, like, people might not see you much. But if you do Tinder, it's not like kind of this thing happened yet. I mean, like you, you, you don't have to boost your 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 account yet. But they will see when they swipe it. At least.
0: That's such a great idea. Well done. So, how did it feel when you won?
1: Oh, I, I didn't expect that. If if you guys see the video when I they when they announced my name, I'm still like, didn't sure that it's it's my name. <laughs> You have a quite distinct name, so...
0: Yeah, my my face is like blank, like, huh? That's awesome. So you win the Bacardi Legacy, and usually the year after that, there's a lot of traveling involved. Uh, You won in 2020, uh, which is not ideal, I think. Like I mean, 2020 Mm -hmm. was supposed to be your your traveling year. How did uh, Mm the COVID impact Bangkok?
1: Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's affect a lot. I think like it starts to be like more serious around March. Mm -hmm. Yeah, March, April. Uh, mid of March, we need to close the bar, uh, from the, from the government announced. Uh, we closed the bar almost like three and a half months. Mm-hmm. Uh during that time it is not easy for us because they have a lot of limitation to do to run the business. Uh delivery for alcohol is not allowed. Promoting for alcohol is not allowed too. So um So so
0: you couldn't even do takeaway?
1: Um takeaway can do, but not people like they they not they don't want people to coming out.
0: Okay, okay.
1: hmm And and like I said, like when when you drink cocktails in here, it's about like experience. Like you come to the bar, you, you get the mood and why. You see the bartender make fresh, fresh cocktail for you. So when we make cocktails, like let's say like, in the bottles, bottle cocktail, um, it's not worth enough. For mm-hmm. me, I don't, I don't think that so, like, it's not worth enough to, to for people to buy it. They might buy it at first, but at the end, because like, the economy is going down too, like, uh, People need to save money. They will go back to buy like just like spirit, like maybe a bottle of gin, a bottle of vodka or scotch and drink it at home, like simple mix like that. Mm-hmm. 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 And this is another thing that, that teach me also. Like the word said, you say that cash is king. It's always like be one of the best. Like we lucky enough that we still have like cash flow in, in our our account to prepare for like kind of this. Uh, we still pay salary for our our staff. Uh, to make sure that they they still can survive, they still can pay their rent. Uh, but on that time we also like tell our staff that okay, you need to help yourself to maybe if you can do some things to make money, you 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 need to go on with that. Mm-hmm. It's like kind like helping each other.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think this is a time that brought this industry closer together, and I think. Uh mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully we will come out of it stronger. Yeah. Now um it, it was a it was a great chat. It was great to talk to you. You're a very interesting character. Uh, before <laughs> <laughs> before we we close, do you have anything that you would have done differently in your career?
1: I wouldn't have done in my career. Um yeah, now I focus more um yeah, I, I before I opened my bar, I really had a dream that I would like my bar to get into 50 best. Uh, we, it, it's great enough. It's very honored that now we become in the first step for like Asia 50 best. But, well, I wish like in, in, like in the future um, for the world 50 best is one of my dreams to, mm-hmm. to, to get my bar in, in the list. Um, I would say that is the first dream. And, and also like, maybe now it's kind of like try to, try to sharing the knowledge, try to help the new generation of bartender in here to grow up, to be like a good bartender, to follow their dream, whatever they want. Like, before that, I try to like go with myself because I think I still not, not like kind of like Get a lot of. Much successful. And I still got a chance. So why not? Like when I join World class on the second time. People say like. Why don't you give. Chance to others. To be like winner. And I'm asking back. Why. Why not? Like why don't I have to. Stop. Give. The chance to myself to. Because I still got a chance. If you would like to have the chance. You need to try. And work hard to get it. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. It's not about like I'm joining or I'm not joining. If I'm joining and you better and you are doing better than me you will get that that reward. Right? So it is about like it's not an excuse. It, I I believe that that people people if you you would like to get a chance you you have to work hard and try as much as you can to 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 take it.
0: Sounds great. Cool. I have a last question. Uh, we ask everyone, so I'm I'm very curious to hear your answer. Uh, if you could choose your very last drink, what would that drink be?
1: If I can choose my last drink, of course I I would choose like ping me up to be my last drink. You <laughs> mean done. before I die? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're about to die. Last drink.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Uh, if I'm about to die, I'm gonna drink ping me up and then like I'm died peacefully
0: and then you're happy at least
1: it might be like when I when I drink it I I might like all the memories might remind on my brain like when you when you see watch the movie and you see like when some people like going to die and they they remind all the all the like flashback (laughs) yeah all the memories coming back
0: (laughs) Ronaport thank you very much this was awesome thank you so much
1: thank you very much gracias mille koppin Cup. We hope you enjoyed our interview with RunUp1. We are Injigged underscore media on Instagram and you can follow our personal
0: accounts at mmadiotti89 for Michele, Alex J. Murphy for myself and Adrian Bessa for Adrian. Thank you for listening.